0: I'm Zach and if I was a flavor, it I'd be rolling paper adhesive.
1: I'm Ben and uh my flavor is natural coffee. Actually it's just coffee. I don't know. Flavors.
0: Natural coffee as in like unwashed <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like coffee piss.
0: like that coffee that goats eat and then digest and shit out and then you like brew those beans
1: wait that's a thing
0: yeah dude it's it's a very it's like a delicacy of coffees supposedly
1: oh that sounds gross
0: real quick I just gotta look it up just to like validate this goat shit (laughs) coffee I'm literally just Googled goat shit coffee. And the first thing is the most expensive coffee in the world is made from animal poop. Kopi Luwak Luwak. The world's most expensive coffee. Uh, Wild red coffee beans after it has passed through the digestive tract of the Asian palm civet. So it's not goat. It's civet shit. Hmm. The berries which grow in Indonesia and Philippines are eaten by the civet, a weasel-like animal, who likes the berries for their flesh, but they can't digest the inner beans, which come out as poop. These droppings are gathered, thoroughly washed, sun-dried, roasted, and when brewed, they yield an aromatic coffee, I bet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least it's (laughs) sun-dried. It's not like they're just picking this off the ground, dumping it in a French press and just dumping hot water over it.
0: Well, so they claim. Here's the deal. As someone who is somewhat of a coffee snob, I'd love to try it, but I'm going to have to go ahead and point out, maybe not the obvious here, but that shit, literally, not vegan.
1: Oh, yeah. But... Does it still technically come from the animal? If it's shit?
0: It came out of the animal.
1: I mean, yeah, I suppose.
0: <laughs> I think, okay, if if we're gonna remove the funny out of this and really boil it down, I think it's more about like that that Savet is not shitting for our enjoyment. Yeah. But huh. Far be it from me to tell you all which kind of shitty coffees to drink.
1: Yeah, I guess it's still better than Folgers.
0: Yeah, you want to talk about a shitty coffee, man.
1: (laughs) I remember that reminds me of like, I lived with somebody once who uh, kept fucking up our plumbing because they were putting pre-ground like Folgers ground grinds into a French press.
0: Wait, why would you Why would you even Think to try that
1: Well, I I think the idea Was like, they didn't have a coffee maker So it was just like Oh, we'll just take the pre-ground coffee And put it in a french press But then they were like dumping it down the sink Rick repeatedly And then it was like fucking up all the plumbing
0: Yeah Yeah Coffee grounds down the sink Will fuck your plumbing up Yeah, And micro-ground coffee is meant to be mixed with water and drank. (laughs) Micro-ground, of course, being instant coffee.
1: (laughs) Well, I also thought that 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 type of grind is actually like, it's meant to be filtered through. Like the paper is filtering out the stuff you're not supposed to drink.
0: Now, the filters for coffee brewing, as far as I understand, they're literally just there to make sure that you don't get grounds in your mouth. Oh, because like you know the the heralded tasting techniques that um, my coffee master training at Starbucks uh, alluded to was basically the most pure way to brew a cup of coffee is to like crush the roasted beans and just pour hot water in it in a cup. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, sure. I think at a certain point, it's just like with anything, people's heads get too far up their own asses about it.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Just like with, you know, micro brew beers and craft breweries and like, Happening with cannabis now. A weird snobbery culture happens. And it's like, yeah, really, at the end of the day, we're just talking about a cup of coffee or a pint of beer or a, a joint. Mm hmm. <laughs> Was it good or bad?
1: <laughs> well, it's also, yeah, like. It's also like when people will be like, oh, you're traveling to insert some small mid-sized town like you have to go to this brewery they have the best beer and it's like i'm sure it's really good but like i'm not gonna go out of my way to go to a brewery when you like are surrounded by hundreds that probably have the same quality of beer i don't know
0: i just it gets old i mean beer culture kind of confounds me anyway And like, I get it. I'm not, I'm certainly not, um, a critic of beers. I'm not informed, but that said, I do know if I enjoyed it or not, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to for me now. It's like, was it memorable? Basically it's like four categories. Was it like memorably bad? or was it memorably good or was it like forgettable and good or was it bad and forgettable it's kind of like it's kind of like with like a restaurant right like you generally are only going to remember it if it's like really bad more so than if it's really good
0: yeah human bias you know interestingly to to bring this back around to uh the namesake, which, by the way, welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks, where you can find out about the host shitting on shitty coffee. Um, this is making me think of a, maybe it's a hot take. But I think um, the idea of ranking coasters is, dare I say, antiquated, overrated, Unnecessary.
1: It's like fine if you rank your own coast. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with ranking coasters on your own, but when any kind of like authority or snobbery comes into it, like about the specific placement of rides, then it's like, yeah, it's a little old. it's a little old. Like um I don't know, it's like Fury is my number 3 and Millennium Force is my number 5. Oh wait, you're wrong because it should be number 4. That's why, like, remember, I remember way back in the day when Rob Alvey would always post his, like, well, I don't rank coasters, but I have categories like A, B, C class, D class type of thing. And everyone gave him shit about it. But I actually think that makes the most sense.
0: Yeah. Honestly, if I was going to rank, if I had to, if I was faced with the task of ranking every individual roller coaster I've ridden, that's the only way I could get through it. Mm hmm. Is basically yeah like A through F or whatever S through D whatever you you do but yeah because <clears throat> I can't sit there and go well shit was fucking Rolling Thunder left or Rolling Thunder right better mm-hmm. um, and thank you in advance for calling with a response to that Danon. Uh, voicemails are open all, by the way. 312-572-9552. Uh, 312-5RAW. 5LA. You know the deal. But, yeah, it's just impossible to like sit there and go, well, shit. On the molecular level, was, uh, you know, Grizzly at King's Dominion better? Or was uh ghost rider better,
1: yeah, and also like the only way you could actually rank coasters if there was if you had some way of riding everything consecutively within like if you could A couple months. theoretically yeah, well, I was gonna say like if you could theoretically ride every coaster you've ever ridden in the same day, which is impossible, but that's like the only way you could really do it because it's you're it's like oh well. I rode wild one at six flags America in 2003 and I rode Desperado in 2009 and I rode accelerator in 2013. Like you're ranking things that are super subjective and your memory's probably getting a little skewed here and there.
0: That's what I'm saying is like, I can't even rank coasters now because like I took a break. It's hard to remember. I, yeah. Rode most of them back before, you know, taking a break from it. And like, since coming back, some of the rides I really liked, not, maybe not running as good anymore. Some mm-hmm. of them not even around anymore.
1: I've noticed recently riding coasters and like rewriting coasters is that a lot of times the rides that I thought were good don't live up to the, like, nostalgic anticipation I had for them. And then rides I thought were not great are better than I remember. Um so that also that's also happens. Like I'm sure if I rode um I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, like when I went to Silverwood during COVID and I rode Tremors and that was like a top 10 ride and then I rode it and I'm like, I don't even know where this place is like it was not as good as I remember, but although I did compare povs, it's running like thirteen seconds slower than it was back in two thousand nine. I don't, I don't know how that happened. That's really weird. So, yeah, because I remember I was like kind of confused by it. I'm like, this ride was so good. Like, what the fuck happened? And then I actually I. Put the POV that I filmed in 09 and put it side by side with like a Coaster Force POV from two years ago. And yeah, it was like 13 seconds slower. Even with all that RMC track and all the retrack and stuff, so it's weird.
0: That is weird. May I mean yeah, that wouldn't just be like a time of year difference. No. That would explain like maybe two seconds tops. Yeah. Like that's really strange.
1: Same with Timber Terror. Like,
0: Did, was the lift hill slower?
1: No, it seemed about the same. Yeah, like both of the both of their wooden coasters had the same thing, and I don't know if it's maybe just new trains because I think I don't know if Tremors has new trains, but I know that I think Timber Terror has new trains because it used to have Buzz Bars, and then they switched to the ratchet lap bars so i i don't really know what they did with it but timber terror was like it was like phoenix like it had like airtime at least like floater on every bunny hill and now it has like no airtime it's pretty disappointing yikes but,
0: yeah and like phoenix i feel like i have to ride that again yeah like hollywood nights 2021 was a great example because i like I I appreciated the legend in a way I never had before. Mm -hmm. And at the same time was like, like voyage is awesome, but it's not hitting quite the same. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's me and my tastes have changed or the ride has changed or some, you know, middle ground therein, but it's definitely like, Huh?
1: Yeah. Like both, both Raven and legend during that event, like were way better than I remember. And then I wrote voyage and I was all like excited. Cause it's been a while since I wrote it and I wrote it. And I'm like, that was good. But like, I also just kind of walked off of it. I'm like, yeah, it was long, you know, like that was kind of it. I think I just, I don't know. And I, I know I mentioned this before, like, I understand that the retracking is obviously like very beneficial for the park and the business and like general visitors and like rewritability and maintenance and maintenance costs and all that stuff. But I kind of liked it when it beat the shit out of you and it was like old ass gravity group or like when you wrote it once you're like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) Like, I don't need to go on that again.
0: Yeah, like that's the one thing about that ride that I could remember was just intensity. Mm-hmm. Like you wanted to go sit on a bench after you wrote it. Yeah. Like there's no way you would ever want to rewrite it immediately. Like you wouldn't want to try to do a marathon or anything. <laughs> and yeah, it and like seemed to have that same kind of like ferocious intensity.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, like Raven and legend did like, and you know, those are shorter rides. So they're a little bit more rewritable, but like, I guess when, um, (laughs) this might've been due to the edibles that I took, but I remember when we went to the park, like the first day, like we went and walked in rode Raven and then, um, like going into the break run, like my knees were like shaking, and I'm like, fuck, like, those are really good. I have been experienced a ride like that in so long. And then, like, same for Legend. Um, so.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, and I guess I'll make the plea here. Yo, Hollywood Nights, uh, Holiday World, let's uh, let's open that event back up, maybe.
1: Yeah. Because, like. They have, so many way- they have so many better ways they can manage that whole thing instead of just trying to make it super small. It's like, oh, 4,500 people was too much. So let's make it 400. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it's like, here's the deal, right? Simple. No guests. Everybody's got to be a, a club member. Mm-hmm. That, and, and there you go.
1: And and maybe like a registration
0: cutoff. Yeah, no on-site registration. No day of you know, ha- have it cut off a week before or something. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, if that's not a good option, maybe run the weekend over two or the, the event over two weekends.
1: Or really just have it the weekend before. Cause here's the thing. Like, I know that they want to have it over a weekend where like they can grab the most amount of people, but I mean, just here's the thing. Like people are going to travel for that event. So they could just do it like one weekend before or like, I don't know, have it over like Thursday, Friday or something. Like, do Yeah, just have it one day earlier. Have like Thursday night, Friday night.
0: That could and, work. Or I'm saying seriously, if they really want to limit it to 500, run the event on two weekends. Yeah. Even if they're back to back weekends, you know, have weekend A, weekend B. Because then you have you've doubled the capacity for the event while still maintaining that it's a super low attendance, mm-hmm. you know. But then you also get to let in twice as many people. <laughs> I also don't understand
1: why they don't want to like make money on the event, right? Like, you, wouldn't you think like because it's such a like kind of unique thing and it the park goes through some trouble to put it on? Like, you'd think they want to like cover their costs
0: more. Well, and that's, that's literally the third option that I hate to bring up, but raise the ticket price more. Yeah. Like, I think if, if they did all three of those things, well, there's no, they would have no need to pull two events. If they cut a, if they didn't cap the capacity, if they just a, made some changes, allowed only members and no guests at all. Mm-hmm. I know they, they changed it to like only two guests per no yeah. guests. Everybody needs their own card. And like you were saying, no on-site registration, pre-registration only charge more or conversely, you know, extend the event or run it for two weekends or switch the dates. Somewhat. Yeah. They have a few options. (laughs) They've got plenty of fucking options. And I'm just saying, I know we had a great time at, at Hollywood nights, 2021, throwing a meetup. It was a blast. That's what inspired us to have our, uh, Dollywood meetup last year Mm -hmm. because we couldn't have a meetup at Hollywood nights. So, um, yeah, I'd like to go back. So let's let's open that shit up, Holiday World. Even if now, they,
1: they even if they theoretically like double the cost of the admission, they're still going to get people to show up. People will pay it.
0: That's what I'm saying. And then like maybe they could afford to get some decent catering.
1: Yeah. Did you ever but, take a picture? Did you take a picture of that?
0: No. <laughs> I wish I would have <laughs> though.
1: You could, that <laughs> yeah. could have been like a funny meme. It was like, it's like, it's like, who did it better, fry, fry, or Fire Fest or Hollywood Nights? You just have like the two photos side by side.
0: Seriously, y'all, uh, to to refresh y'all's memory about this story, when we were at Hollywood Nights 2021, we went in for dinner, and I think we rolled in maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes late or something. We were riding and we met so many listeners, which is so cool. So we, we strolled in a little bit late and, uh, the line was still fucking out the door for the food tables. So by the time we finally get on up there, I say, Hey, you guys got a vegan option. And they said, Oh, uh, yeah, we ran out of the impossible burgers. <laughs> they said, we'll make you something. All right. And they, They gave me a wrap, right? And I took it back to the table, and this shit's literally just burger toppings. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, green-ass iceberg lettuce and, like, a slice of tomato (laughs) and, like, red onion rings. I'm like, well, that's the vegan option, then. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, look, I know beggars can't be choosers, right? But just don't serve the impossible meat until somebody asks for it.
1: They probably went to the store and just bought like a pack of impossible patties. And then just set it out.
0: I feel like they probably have some on hand in the park. Because every year some weirdos like me stroll in. Yeah. But... I think their mistake was they probably just put the burgers out like they put beyond burgers or impossible out next to the regular burgers. And, you know, coaster enthusiasts, Mm -hmm. if it, if it resembles food, it's going on the plate. Yeah. So yeah, they had their stash of fucking 20 beyond burgers or whatever.
1: And you know what's sad? I guarantee you someone was like, Ooh, burgers. And they made like a double cheeseburger took one bite and they're like oh this is an impossible burger gross and then threw it out threw it out yep
0: oh these burgers suck <laughs> <laughs> yeah you took my fucking burger asshole <laughs> <laughs> uh. but you know that's all right we uh we definitely went to the grocery store and had some shit at the campsite that was good that cabin was nice Cause that's the thing. That whole experience was great too. Yeah.
1: That was, that was a fun event. I, uh, it rounded out the year nicely.
0: I was glad we got to do that. Cause yeah, having the, uh, the cabins be right next to our buddies that ride this one. And we had like, you know, parties going on late. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And now I think they actually might have those trams running from the, um, campground
1: oh that's cool
0: yeah that's what I'm saying cause ooh I did not like moving that car through there late at night
1: <laughs> god I made the mistake of like walking through that campground when it was like it was like 95 degrees oh and I walked from uh, whoever um during on Saturday afternoon whoever put on that little cookout Barbecue. Oh but yeah! It was, on, it was on like the way opposite end of the campground where we were staying.
0: It was it was touching up against the parking lot and the tram yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, and we were like, no joke, probably a mile and a half back in that campground. <laughs>
1: I was like, I'll just go for a little walk, and like I get halfway through the walk, and I'm just like, oh my god!
0: And that shit had a huge hill in it too. Mm-hmm. Not not like huge but it was pretty steep yeah so man that's a brave soul (laughs) walking that whole thing I mean that was the coolest barbecue grill I've ever fucking seen
1: yeah that was a good setup that was a good effort that was nice to have like real food middle of the day
0: I don't remember that dude's name but he had a nice camper with a fucking, the barbecue had a custom steel vengeance graphic on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was bitching, but, uh, that really, you know, it's making me excited for our upcoming meetups, Ben. Yeah. Real quick about
1: before, that real quick while we're on the topic of food. So I went to a buffet on Sunday and it was a buffet horror story.
0: Oh, do tell.
1: So it was so yesterday was my birthday and um on Saturday Happy
0: fucking birthday, man.
1: Thanks. That's a good one. Um, So on Saturday, we did like a little bit, like crawl like bar crawl whatever and um and then on sunday everyone was like kind of hung over and i'm like i want to go to a buffet and i want everybody to go i'm going to make you guys go to, the, to a buffet with me and so we went to this place called king buffet and um what's funny too is like the the google images of this place are really funny <laughs> um Cause there's also, cause there's kind of like w- when we were looking at the review, Google reviews for, uh, Buffalo bills, there's people like posting like weird selfies and like not even of the food. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just wild. And like all the food has like a weird, like shiny, like layer over everything. Um,
0: oh, God.
1: <laughs> so, but it was, um, so we walk in. And it's slammed because it's Easter, it's Easter Sunday. And for some reason, everyone goes there on Easter. I don't know. I didn't really understand it, but it was slammed. And um, like the first thing we see is somebody trying to pick a, like there was a little serving, like an elevated serving dish of chocolate cake. And somebody was trying to use the, like the spatula, or whatever, to like take a piece off. And like four pieces of cake fell off of it. And then so like this woman just is grabbing the pieces with her hand and like just placing it back onto the oh my onto like god. the cake the cake platter.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> and then um someone did the same thing for the onion rings. They like dumped the onion rings and then they like fell like all over the like the metal table part and they're just like picking them up with their hands and putting them back in. Um, I, so how's the appendicitis treating you? Well, here's so it, it, what's funny. The best thing about it is like no one shit themselves. Surprisingly, like, um, I was expecting like at least like you know like sixty minutes later, but like nothing. So that was that was a plus. But um, they oh, had oysters. They had ice oysters. Cubes,
0: it was a good day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much, but they had oysters, and oh god, no. I witnessed this woman place probably like 15 of these oysters on a plate, turn around, go to the dessert table and then take vanilla pudding and just starts like piling vanilla pudding on the plate. And it's like touching and covering the oysters (laughs) and then goes back and grabs a piece of pizza and then puts it on top of the oysters.
0: Oh, Oh, the only thing I can maybe say is, like, it's kind of like a modified recipe for Clamato juice. (laughs) I I guess.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's like.
0: You know, if you're if you're in like prison like circumstances, and you're really hankering for the flavor of clamato, oysters with vanilla pudding and pizza will do the trick. Yeah,
1: I suppose. Uh, the sushi. Oh no, was pretty gross. Um, the um, they had like crawfish. God, every in all these in these Google reviews like people keep posting the pictures of the oysters. Ugh. Um
0: yeah, the sushi. Then, you're like, uh is this brown rice and they're like no.
1: <laughs> um and then what else? They had a chocolate fountain. And I witnessed a kid put dunk a chicken nugget into the fountain. <laughs>
0: I don't know what I was expecting the payoff to be there, but it wasn't that. <laughs> and then,
1: and then this other woman, she took a, she took chopsticks and she grabbed an, like a, an ice cream cone. Oh, Cause there's a little ice cream dispenser. She grabbed like an ice cream cone and just starts like filling a cone up with chocolate. <laughs> oh, here's the other funny thing in the bathroom, they had two stalls and there was always like a six person wait for the, for the stalls. And, um, Oh God. And so (laughs) like one of, so like someone comes out and like a guy walks in and then he like immediately turns on and opens up and he's like, shit, that's full. And like, it turns out the bowl was clogged, but people kept going in and shitting on top of the clogged toilet.
0: (laughs) dude why did you go to fucking hell for your birthday
1: (laughs) I just wanted to see everybody suffer Uh.
0: oh my god I'm so lucky that I think last time I celebrated your birthday with you uh, I was just passing through Denver for a night Hmm. So you didn't have time to plan any of that bullshit. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> uh, I would. We were joking though, like about like the whole like you know like the plates thing is like what do you do with the plates? Because like I don't know, you kind of forget you just like leave them on the table. And we were joking, and like, wouldn't it be funny if like you just start like chucking your plates like into the corner, <laughs> like when you're done with it. Just like fucking just chuck it across the, the room. <laughs> or like there's a plate room. It's like, oh, just throw it into the plate room. And there's just like a pile of broken plates.
0: It's like, make sure to let your server know you're done with your meal by spitting on your plate.
1: <laughs> there's like a there's like an owner's dog just like wandering the restaurant you just put it on the floor and let the dog eat it. <laughs>
0: Then they just pick it up and put it right back on the stack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, God, that is so bad, dude. You know, I had a horrifying thought as you were saying that, which is, of course, there is a golden corral remarkably close to our upcoming Six Flags Great America meetup. Oh, God. Have you been to a golden
1: corral in a while?
0: I haven't been to a golden corral. When did you move away from Wisconsin? Uh, It was like 2015. Probably before then. Okay. Yeah, probably. I want to say maybe like 2010, 2011 here in the, in the Google doc. I'm going to put, I forgot that you can do
1: this. I'm going to put some hyperlinks to some of these review images Oh God! Um, I don't know if I don't know if these links will work, but let's see. Here I'm putting them on the bottom.
0: Whoa! What the fuck? This was in Denver. Yeah. Some reason this strikes me as a super Wisconsin thing.
1: I mean, this was in this was in I mean, this was in like Westminster. So pretty pretty on par. Okay. But yeah, the cell the selfie like showing the cleavage and like. The thighs, like, with the plate of food.
0: Yeah, that also was giving, that's immediately gave me Wisconsin vibes. Yeah. And just the way she looked, too. Yeah. You know that's a Tinder profile picture, too.
1: <laughs> hey, babe, let's go to the King Buffet.
0: I mean, I can see it now. Let's call her Sarah isn't
1: there, there was another funny review where that was posted during COVID, and it was like, um, they were requiring people to put on gloves every time they went to the buffet and they were just saying that like no one was following the rules and people were just like kids were just like putting their bare hands into all the dishes oh! <laughs> the thing though is like the most i think the most disgusting thing about the buffet isn't so much like the food or the food handling but it's the it's like the pile of it's like the the stack of plates and then like those dishes or like those little um containers where all the forks and knives and spoons are cuz the thing is is like a normal person would like grab one but there's people who just put their whole hand into it and touch like every single fork you know and like and like touch like all the plates
0: yeah and they just fucking took a shit and like yeah. didn't wash and then coughed and then sneezed and then they're like, this fork. Nope, there's a spot on that one. Let me put it back. Yeah. This fork. Nope, there's a hair on that one. Let me put it back. <laughs> <laughs> let me just pick up all the forks. I'll find the right one.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, there's, hold on, there's one more. So the third link I just posted. Oh, shit, didn't work. Hold on. I think I it, oh, it went to the second page. It's like a woman wearing a Just Do It shirt.
0: Uh, just, no, it's, it's the same one of the dude, I think. Yeah, it's that same dude who looks like, um, like if Johnny Knoxville beat his insides for a living.
1: <laughs> Wait, maybe this one?
0: Nope, same dude.
1: Oh, damn it. I mean, it was fun to have a buffet horror story. But
0: well, I'm thinking that we might have to add one to one of our meetups. That's the thing like You
1: you go to a you go to a buffet for the experience, not really the food. It's more of you get your entertainment value. That's
0: what I'm saying. I mean uh what was it? Frizzle Chicken Shack seemed to be quite a hit at our last meetup. Yeah. So I think having some sort of uh entertaining dining experience and certainly, you go to a place like Golden Corral, you're getting a show with dinner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll be thinking about that, perhaps. And uh, to let you all know, in case you hadn't heard, we're going to be doing a Six Flags Great America meetup June 16th and 17th. You are going to want to be there, and I'll tell you why. Uh, a, we may or may not visit Golden Corral. Whichever one is more appealing, we're doing that one. Um, we are going to have a live podcast at the Belvedere uh, Cinema Gallery, which is just a short drive, uh, approximately 10 minutes from Great America, right down the street, where we will be broadcast uh, broadcasting, podcasting, in an actual theater. How fucking cool is that? Hell and, yeah. Uh, he, huge shouts to our friend. John for uh, making that possible. Now not only are we doing a live podcast. In a theater. Here's here's a. Here's a info drop. That I don't think we've actually. Uh, made public yet. It's going to be our first ever. Live video commentary episode.
1: Yeah, those are fun.
0: They are. They are. And since we're going to be in a uh, actual theater cinema, the audience, you guys will be watching along while we do as we're reacting. And we've got the perfect, perfect video for this. It is the 1979 television special about Great America which is really a bizarre fever dream called You're Never Too Old.
1: Which has a creepy title in itself.
0: <laughs> 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 it is. And it it only gets wilder from the title. So you're not going to want to miss this. Um, even if you've seen the special before. You, you you have not seen it, A, on a cinema screen, in which unless you have a cinema in your home, in which case, let's be friends and do a podcast at your place next, next time. Uh, and B, you haven't seen it with Ben and I and your other, your favorite Coaster Sucks homies that are going to be there. Y'all know who you are. So, um, and then... We're going to raise the stakes a little bit here, Ben, with these uh, info drops, right? Sunday, the 16th, we're going to head up north and hit Mount Olympus. That'll be fun. So uh, if you, you know, haven't been, prepare your bowels. If you have been, prepare your catheters. (laughs) Um, and I mean, either way, I would strongly recommend some sort of life insurance policy or at least like accidental death and dismemberment. Yeah. Cause there's always,
1: there's always a chance.
0: There's always a chance. And Mount Olympus famously has a sign saying they don't have insurance.
1: There's a business idea, like stand by the gate and sell like day of insurance policies
0: <laughs> for 200 bucks we'll cover your entire day yeah. oh my god yeah so Six Flags, Great America Mount Olympus you're not going to want to miss it it is June it's coming up quick June the 16th through the 18th we're going to have a blast we hope to see you there Um, Of course, we'll be, I mean, I don't know. Ben and I will give a guided tour of Great America. Pretty much. Yeah, sure. Whatever. We'll go with that. There'll be beer. Don't forget, Illinois is rec legal for those of you who partake. So all the more reason to come have fun and hang with us at Great America. Now let's also not neglect the fact that we're going to go to the other great America. And I'm really stoked for that one. I'm stoked for both, but uh, September a little bit further down for those of you listening now, I'm mean, actually, it's a good chance to let y'all know if you are interested in coming to the meetup, especially if you uh, would like to take part in the group lodging, um, because that's a big part of our meetups that we like to have because our number one rule is don't drive drunk. So, you know, we have we host a group lodging. So if you're interested in group lodging, definitely go on to our Discord or uh, linktr.ee slash YFCS. You'll find the interest form there. Go ahead and fill that out. And uh, soon enough, we'll get some details worked out about the group lodging and have some stuff. But in terms of the meetup, we're going to hit California's Great America. We are going to hit Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. And I don't know. We, we've got a, an opportunity here, Ben. And we're, we're making it very democratic For those of you taking part in the meetup, right, we may have extra time for one group activity. So I've made a list of about seven on the interest form. Also a fill in your own answer opportunity as well, if you think of something that I didn't list. So um, we're going to let the people decide what our group activity is. Choose wisely. Yeah. I mean, don't fuck it up y'all. Um, currently most of the votes are for Gilroy gardens.
1: Yeah. I mean, I suppose if we're going to hit all the coasters in the region, that'd be a good add on. It seems like a cool park. Look,
0: I'm not opposed to it. I'm open for any, anything. I just figure this, this is one. Let's leave it up to the people, everyone who's going to be attending. So, uh, Gilroy Gardens, because we will be going to Santa Cruz Beach Walk as well. But, um, you know, the options got a couple. Gilroy Gardens is one of them. I think we put up a A's game at the Coliseum. Um, got, you know, riding the cable cars in San Francisco, maybe going to Chinatown, doing something there. I um, think a winery tour. And likewise, uh, uh, like a grow tour, you know, figure let's leave as many options available as possible. And everyone who's going to attend, you know, we pick. It'll be a great time regardless, no matter which one we end up doing.
1: Should be a good time.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked for it. Um, So that is September 15th through the 17th. Let us know if you'll be there. That's what's up. We got to do the ad section. So uh, let's take a a break for uh, uh, a real ad. Great America in Gurney, Illinois, is a world-class theme park full of exciting attractions. But this thrill-ride destination didn't just appear overnight. In nearly 50 years of operation, Great America's growth has seen first-of-a-kind rides, corporate bankruptcy, ownership change, and no shortage of intrigue. I'm Zach, and I'm inviting you to join me as I take a look at the development, changes, and overall history of Great America in Gurney, Illinois on See the Carousel, the history of great America now available on all podcast apps. Oh, wasn't that a great break?
1: Lovely. I just took a shit.
0: Well, there's, the, there's the buffet kicking back up.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was just a few days delayed. Those, those oysters,
0: they always come back to haunt Yeah. So, a uh, couple things happened while he, You were, uh, wow. We were out last week. You were working. I had life busy. We're busy people. So we, we do our best here to make this a weekly endeavor, but you know what? It's not always going to be every week, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the great news. We got a huge back catalog now of over a hundred episodes. So Please take advantage of that. And if that's, uh, you know, if you've, if you've played through all of them and you're sick of it and we're off for the week, then um, go check out Coaster Cuzzies or Coaster Radio. Right? I don't know. Fuck it. Let's get back into this shit. Ben, the big news. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? Um, <laughs> RMC acquired Larson.
1: I guess, um, they've already worked pretty closely before, so not surprising, I guess they can build more super loops, I guess,
0: yeah, maybe um, I don't know Larson rides'll catch fire now,
1: right. <laughs> if a super loop ride gets like if if like a super loop construction starts on fire, that would be pretty funny.
0: I just really want to see them make a super loop into a coaster train. Kind of like the hamster wheel. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm (laughs) being crazy here, but I think I'm being a visionary.
1: Yeah. Or, um, or like a super loop ride that has like B and M wing seats where you sit on the outside of it. Maybe free spinning, put like those S and S free spinning, free fly, whatever it's called kind of trains on it
0: or have it do a controlled spin and do like a backflip as you're going around, you know?
1: Yeah. Or put those access trains on it. So you get that like side to side spin as you're going through the loop. I don't know. There's options. There's ways. There's so many ways you can beef up a super loop ride
0: you can make the restraints really uncomfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, um, have you ever been on those, that those like Intamin looping star rides, like power dive or. Yeah. That endeavor ride where it's like, I think the lap bars close. F- no, the restraints f- close first and they like just get tighter and tighter and tighter. Like, they, like, touch you, right? And then they get tight, and then it, like, just keeps going and just keeps, like, pushing you more and more and more, and then the lap bar closes, and it, like, pushes it down even more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Except now, there'll also be the leg bars on the lap bar.
1: Oh, yeah. yep. Yeah.
0: And a seat belt underneath. Yep. I mean like old bleeding heart fucking anti-capitalist me says by gut, I'm just inherently against corporate consolidation.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's the amusement industry. Like if anything, if anything, I have a feeling it's to like um, consolidate their manufacturing Cause Larson's in what Texas? Texas, yeah.
0: And RMC is uh, in uh, Utah, or I Idaho. don't, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and they they said according to the press release, they they are not. They don't have any plans to reduce their labor at all. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. I just do think that it's you know. I guess it's interesting that, like, is it indicative of, like, an industry in decline, perhaps? Um,
1: maybe not decline. It might be. I don't know. It seems like RMC isn't able to, like, like, they're a small company and they seem to really struggle with supporting, like, multiple construction projects and i don't i don't i really don't know like what company is bigger if it's larson or rmc but like it makes it seems like it's more of a benefit for rmc than it is larson and maybe because since larson i think larson uses rmc track for their rides like their super loops and stuff so i mean i don't know it makes sense i guess
0: i mean i'm going to my guess is, obviously, for us on the consumer end of things, I don't think we're going to see any front-facing difference. Um, however, in the grander scheme, I'm going to hold on speculation because I just, I don't know. Like, was it a good thing when, you know, Arrow and Hoose merged? Was it a good thing... When chance and Morgan merge you know what I'm saying like hard to tell right
1: yeah yeah we'll see
0: yeah I mean I don't know it's certainly a, a good way for RMC to have some less taxable income
1: with um also I mean have you been seeing any of the Airy Force one? Reviews and stuff.
0: Yeah, I've heard
1: nothing but great things. Yeah, it looks pretty good. That uh, that quad down looks a little unnecessary, but still looks pretty
0: good. Yeah, I'm, I'm like... It, I don't remember a ride being so universally praised since Steel Vengeance, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of how do I phrase it? Like I'm not holding my breath.
1: Right. I mean, it also, it also looks like the perfect size for an RMC. Like when I think of like RMCs, like that is the exact size and kind of layout. I would expect it to be.
0: Yeah. It definitely doesn't seem like it's trying to do too much.
1: Yeah. That um. also that one, that second heartline roll. That that's almost sort of like Mavericks Heartline Roll, where it goes from like bank turn to bank turn. Looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, it's. I it does look like a good ride. I mean, I thought I heard somewhere that this was like the first one that Shilkey didn't design.
1: Yeah, it's um. Well, both isn't both didn't both Fred Grubb and Alan Shilkey retire.
0: Oh, I didn't know Fred Grubb retired.
1: I think. Like, there's a new, like, there's a new, um, I don't know what you call it, manager, opener, not opener, man, know, whatever. There's like a new guy. There's like a new guy at the head of RMC. So,
0: well, I mean, it's like, like you said, it probably will help. It certainly seemed like RMC was having some trouble with scaling, like you were kind of alluding to.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, you can't. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to support like multiple construction projects around the country or world when you have a tiny little, like basically. 30, like, 40
0: person crew.
1: Like, yeah. You, you If you have a warehouse in the middle of nowhere, Idaho, it's hard to like run an operation like that, which is why I think the, the Larson thing might be a benefit to them because if they have, they're able to move some of their production or just like general engineering support to Texas, Texas is a much more like business friendly and accessible state. It's also closer. Like if you think about like this, like where the capital of RMCs would be like Texas makes sense. Cause you're in, you're in the middle of the two coasts you're near like all the, all the RMCs that are like in the South, the parks that have them like, I don't know all over the country. So.
0: Yeah. Well now they've got two more big warehouses in middle of nowhere, Texas. So, yeah. well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, Bush gardens, Tampa said they're gonna reopen, uh, Falcons Ferry. I didn't even know that was closed. I think it's been closed for like a year or something at this point. Okay. I thought I remember hearing some speculation that it was going to get removed a while ago.
1: Remember the, um, I think the video has been scrubbed from the internet, but back when that ride was testing and they, it was before they added like all those additional brakes, like halfway down the ride tower um, <laughs> where the ride, like, comes into the brake run and the seats unlock but they over swing and it the ride basically gone to like brakes and then all the cars are just like free are just like free spinning like completely like 90 degrees to 90 degrees and you just hear like metal and like parts like hitting the ground (laughs) oh god why don't those videos why don't people say do a better job of archiving those types of videos kind of like the um That old video of the first, um, like the first test cycle of Windseeker before they had all those dampers, and all the seats are just like slamming into each other.
0: Well, our job to talk about it now.
1: Yeah. If anyone can find those videos, let uh let me know.
0: Yeah. People, several ways to contact us.
1: Yeah, like it's so easy to save YouTube videos. I wish those all still existed.
0: come on help us out guys but (laughs) I mean look I'll be honest I went on it I didn't get it
1: it almost seems yeah I mean like we've talked about it a few times but it almost seems like that that 90 degree face down position isn't like the best way to experience free fall like there's there's something to sitting upright or having like just a slight angle, kind of like an acrophobia where it slides out like whatever, 30 degrees or whatever. So you get that sensation that you're like sliding off the front of the seat. You're kind of like hanging by the seatbelt. Like that's fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the tilt is much better than like a full rotate, but I don't know. Maybe it'll help with the uh, capacity in the park.
1: I mean, was it ever, I mean, was that ever a popular ride? I don't really, I don't really know don't how know. it was ever perceived. Like,
0: I'm also like, but are drop towers doing well in Orlando right now. I just.
1: <laughs> right. And that's the other, did it close because of that incident?
0: I don't think so but I don't want to say for sure I mean yeah boy drop towers in Orlando (laughs) um well worlds of fun after a bit of a rough opening weekend uh, they have now introduced the cedar fair (coughs) racist uh, chaperone policy
1: and I was, I was, yeah, I was thinking like, did some, was there like an event that led him to do this or, I mean, it seems like a weird park for them to do that for.
0: I mean, it looked like there was some fights happening on their opening day. Oh, Okay. And like, here's the deal. I know. We talked about this a lot when it happened at Knott's originally, and I got a lot of pushback, thoughtfully, from our listeners who disagreed with my thoughts. And it ultimately usually ended up on, well, what's a better solution? And I'm just going to go ahead and get ahead of that one this time by saying, it's not my damn job to think of the solution. (laughs) but I can point out problems with the solutions they proposed and are choosing. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm not really that smart. So, (laughs) but it's unfortunate to hear they're doing this.
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems like whenever they decide this, it's always like a knee jerk reaction of like, Oh shit, we got to do something. Okay. Let's just do this. And then it's, I'd be curious to know like what people have, like what research they've done and like how they've come to the decision and like what they anticipate the outcome to be. But um, yeah, I'm not like, it's just, yeah, it seems like an odd park for them to do that at too.
0: But I mean, I just, it's a shitty situation and I can acknowledge that for both, for all sides but our uh, you know friend of the show drew the intern and i were discussing this when it first happened at knots and he brought up the the great point of like uh, imagine how different our childhoods and lives resulting lives would have been for us like if great america had a policy like this when we were kids mm-hmm. and so i definitely even with other criticisms aside you know, can say I can certainly sympathize, sympathize there. So hopefully like not, it'll get quietly retired at some point soon ish. I don't know. Fingers crossed, right?
1: Fuck those kids.
0: (laughs) Well, we got to talk about your new home park, Ben. Oh yeah. (laughs) Illich gardens. Now, when I
1: read the, tu- when I read the headline, I got a little excited because I was like, Oh shit, they're actually going to like do something in the park. But then it turns out they are adding basically like a strobe light and a Bluetooth speaker in the tunnel. So, and renaming the ride for that. So is it a new credit?
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you think RCDB updated it yet?
0: I sh- certainly hope so.
1: Let's see. Twister. Oh, yep. They did. Here it is. Official Twister three storm chaser.
0: I gotta say it's a little weird to use storm chaser. Like that was already a name of a ride. Yeah. And like, also like, is it really fair to call it Twister three? It seems to be overselling the whole thing quite a bit. So you're sure that it's just a lighting effects or lighting effects?
1: Yeah, it's um, at least that's what the article said. Um, I think, uh, well, they also did some uh, track refurb. So not like it's going to really make a big difference in the park, but.
0: Well, I mean, you said that ride rarely operated. So what, what does this mean? Is the operation time going to be better, you think? Probably not.
1: I've never I've never seen it run two trains. But I mean, I also don't go to the park that often. So It was designed designed by John Pierce, so that makes sense.
0: I've Wait, who?
1: John Pierce, the guy who designed Rattler?
0: Oh. I must have just blocked it right out of my head.
1: Let's see. He designed Rattler, Twister 3, and White Canyon at Yami Yuri Land.
0: Oh, yeah. That was a cyclone.
1: Yeah. With, like, a cage.
0: Yeah, those terrible, terrible, terrible terrible-looking Morgan trains. God. Well... Be glad you got something, right?
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: I mean, do they still have that Meow Wolf dark ride there?
1: Uh yeah, I think so. It's it's okay. I mean, it's still, you know, it's still just a dark ride and the um the white like the the guns don't work or anything, despite the guns were still in the car, but they don't do
0: anything. That makes sense. Yeah. But Well, I mean You know, this means you're going to have to go to Elitch and ride it, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably show up
1: at some point. I think, um, I've heard from, it's kind of like a place I'll go if people are in town, but I don't think I've actually set foot in the park since like, oh, wait, no, That's not true. I was there. I think I went once last year. I might go this year. We'll see.
0: Uh, I think you better email them and say, excuse me, this is Ben from Your Favorite Coaster Sucks.
1: (laughs) Rolling out that red carpet.
0: I've got some exclusive uh, media coverage for you guys, if you'll have me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, they said it would never happen, but the first track is on site for Falcon's flight. At Six Flags Kidia. Qdoba. Six Flags Kimara.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I was on the I was actually on the non-skeptical side, only because like I know how much money the Saudis have and how they're able to just like throw a shit ton of money into projects like this. So I always kind of thought it would have been built, but I'm I'm interested to see what it actually turns out to be because that 3d rendering they did, like does not even follow the laws of physics.
0: Well, the argument there was, well, there'll be launch, There'll be launch mechanisms in those spots,
1: I guess, (laughs) but like, you know, I know, but like in the video, it looked like on some of the hills, it would go over like a, like two small hills. And then the train would like somehow like, creep over an even taller hill but yeah i don't know i i I hope come on where are the where are the no limits like kids making the like 100 percent like you know like those um like you know like whenever a ride is announced and it's leaked there's like kids out there who are able to make like pretty much 100 percent accurate recreate no limits recreations of rides like before the plans are even leaked yeah and they're like better than what the park puts out yep we need to see one of those
0: come on somebody let's make it happen get working on it no I um the real question is is it worth going to Saudi Arabia probably not I was gonna say, prob- probably not. Also,
1: yeah, I might have <clears> to go <throat> for work at some point. Which, if that happens, i If I'm here's if I have to go, I might try to go. But like, I'm not gonna go out of my way and spend my own money to visit.
0: Well, just remember, if you end up there, your name is Straight Ben.
1: Yeah, don't open up grinder.
0: And you're a straight guy who likes women and pussy and women.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just love pussy. Just (laughs) you ever just hold boobs and it's like you're holding a bag of sand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, I would love to see you do a vlog of going to Saudi Arabia. (laughs)
1: What was the uh, Bruno thing? Straight Dan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm straight Dan and my assholes for shitting only. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they legitimately almost died when they filmed that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that um that like clip of like the chair, like someone chucking the chair <laughs> and then he like looks up. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: like apparently they had to use a uh like a trapdoor in the ring oh and really like, yeah and like a security guard almost like um got like taken out with people trying to swarm the ring
1: oh shit I wish cell phones were but were like around then because I would love to see some like cell phone like <laughs> real footage of that happening.
0: I mean, that was like Oklahoma or something. Mm-hmm. I am sure it did not. I'm I'm sure that footage is edited, but also not inaccurate.
1: Yeah, I want Bruno real footage. Um,
0: like UFC or something.
1: Okay. Yeah, they only have. Yeah, I've never seen them like release. They've never like released like any adi- any footage besides the, the one from the movie they put out in the movie.
0: He was on Mark uh, Marin's show, and they were talking about it. Fucking crazy. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> oh, like in straight- the second
0: Borat, he almost got caught a couple times.
1: Yeah. Straight Dave.
0: Yeah, straight Dave. <laughs> that's that's you if you go to fucking <laughs> Saudi Arabia. <laughs>
1: yeah, and apparently, like, they put out flyers, and I guess they, they said the, the event was free, and it was free beer. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if any lawsuits came out of that.
0: And it's like, wait, you mean to tell me that none of these people thought it was fishy at all? That there was a free event with free beer? (laughs) Oh, wait, it was it was the ultimate fighting thing. Okay, well, that makes sense then. (laughs) God, the fucking like I'm not I always go back and forth. I'm like, is this guy a genius or is he a fucking idiot? Right.
1: Oh, my God. I've been I'm watching the little scene right now. I haven't seen this in so long. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is such a classic I remember watching I went to see that in the theater and the scene with the uh, where they're in the market research room and the dick is just spinning around on screen <laughs> and and like it's sitting there and then like these two ladies just walk <laughs>
1: oh my god this is so good
0: and it made it so much funnier that these two like old ladies walked out (laughs) so uh oh got some great American news we were talking about the meetup unfortunately looks like Buccaneer Battle and Daredevil Dive are going to be gone this year that's too bad Yep, minus two, and not even one to, not even a plus one anywhere.
1: I mean, Buccaneer Battle—it's like fine, just because, like, you know, whatever.
0: Nobody ever rode that thing.
1: Yeah, not to mention like that. uh, Yeah, I mean the um, that that's got to cost so much money to operate too.
0: Seriously, and it's gonna leave a. Pretty decent area, open.
1: Yeah, perfect spot for a super loop.
0: Yeah, second one. They can make a, a an even taller one. Uh, I think. Hear me out on this one, right? If they remove the go karts, there's a pretty sizable expansion plot between Buccaneer Battle and the go karts.
1: Yeah, they could. They would just have to build over that um, that like maintenance area, which. I remember back in the old days on Sifgam World forums, people would always like come in and be like, "You're not allowed to build anything over the road." But I mean, I'm sure they can figure out something.
0: Well, a it's not a road. All of that is private property. Yeah, like it's it a, it a, a th- it's an access road, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but. It's not like oh the county won't give them permission. Yeah, right. Because it's not a road like that, so I, I think the only potential problem could be you know the cost.
1: Yeah, but if it's like a B and M or something, I mean they could they could easily just build the supports over the road because doesn't um. I mean, doesn't that same service road also go under Iron Wolf? Or you know, it went under Iron Wolf. Yes. So they can figure it out.
0: Um. Yeah. No. I'm. I am confident that's not really a factor.
1: Yeah. Plus, like, um, maybe this is just because of the era that we grew up in, going to Great America. But people always act as if Great America like we'll never build major attractions, but I mean the fact that they have an R like a ground up RMC and like one of those new S S launch coasters. I mean, shows that the, that park definitely can build and support big attractions.
0: Right. One of the only wing coasters in America. Yeah. I think honestly something like, okay, say Buccaneer battle go karts, I think a GCI would be fucking awesome there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would work well. When was the last Six Flags GCI? It's been...
0: Apocalypse 2009. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's definitively the answer. That's just the newest one I can think of offhand. Because I was like, American Thunder, but that was 2008. So Apocalypse is 2009. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm coming up short.
1: Also, I mean, I hate to say it too, but if Demon is ever on the chopping block, that's another pretty big plot of land.
0: It's a big plot, but like it's kind of narrow. Yeah. I hate to be one of those people.
1: I also could see rail-
0: Work pretty well in that spot.
1: Yeah, or like a Doctor Diabolical clone.
0: I could see something like that. Maybe. I mean, honestly, something like that could probably work in the Buccaneer Battle spot.
1: Yeah, wouldn't be my favorite choice, but I mean, it would it would probably work pretty well there because there's not really that many dive coasters. Actually, as far as I guess Cedar Point has Val Raven. But it's never stopped Six Flags building similar rides in same regions. I'm also yeah, just, I mean, I'm also just curious. Like it's it's weird how like for the last ten years everybody's like kind of acts like you know American Eagle is on the chopping block, demons on demons on the chopping block. But like it's been a long time; and those rides are still going. So. I'm really curious what they do with Eagle because they got to do something. They can't just keep running it like it has been. I mean, I guess they could. But I mean, given Six Flags history at a certain point, they'll have to do something.
0: Like, here's the thing is like, it's been what, 10 years? No, not quite that long. But at least like five years of people saying they're going to RMC Eagle. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking sick of hearing that. (laughs) Like, A, I don't think it needs RMC.
1: Maybe some some of that Gravity Group or some of that Titan Track.
0: Titan Track could work.
1: Although, I think it technically already has basically Titan Track on the bottom of the first drop. Because remember, I think it was like, what, 07? When they reprofiled that whole like first pull out and now it's like steel. I think it's like steel I beams basically.
0: Wait, the track is, I know the supports are.
1: Yeah. Like the, they basically did like a topper track on the bottom of the first drop. If I remember correctly, which is why it has that like really odd vibration. And if you look at like, you know, like, I mean, do you ever notice if you sit in the front row and Eagle, and you go down the first drop and you go over that first bunny hill the grease marks of the track are like zigzags I don't think I've ever noticed that yeah it's pretty it's pretty obvious it's it looks insane <laughs> like i don't like I don't think you want a coaster doing that
0: well I definitely think that like <laughs> <clears throat> there's a pretty low threshold for like how fast a wooden coaster should go mm-hmm just for that exact reason. Right. I think it's probably about 50, maybe 55 miles an hour. I feel like anything more than that, and that's n- not good for a wooden ghoster. Yeah. Hence why, like, the Voyage has had its full track replaced, like, three, four times over since it opened.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like, that... um that gravity group uh, type of track has seemed to work pretty well on a like racer and stuff, which I don't know. I, they have a few options, but it's also going to be fucking expensive, whatever they do.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's also like, just like demon. That's a really narrow plot.
1: Mm Hmm. I also, I always hear people talk about how like because of the changes in zoning and like their boundary property line and all that stuff that like they wouldn't be able to do the same type of construction project over the road like that or like that close to the freeway that there's some like I guess like whatever the gurney or whatever like there's some law that says like you can't have a roller coaster that close to the interstate. So they wouldn't be able to like knock it down and then build the exact same thing ground up anymore. Which is like, I wonder if why that's also why they haven't RMCD yet, just because like they wouldn't be able to.
0: That's highly possible. I didn't know about that.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know how true that is, but I've I've heard a few people say that. That like I ninety four is like limits them in some way.
0: Yeah, that could be. Um, I don't know though. It's like, what would you rather see? You know, I think maybe this is a controversial one, but honestly, I think something maybe like Kraken would be cool in that space.
1: Like a floorless. Yeah. 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 They don't really have a, I mean, outside of. Batman. They. I mean, I guess Batman really doesn't count, but they don't have like a big, just like giant looper coaster.
0: No, not since Shockwave was gone. Yeah. So like, I think it'd be cool, or maybe something like Incredible Hulk. But yeah, that uh, whole idea of like a more traditional looper style coaster. Yeah. But maybe I'm just showing my age. I don't know. Um. You ready for the Disney minute? Well, let's do it. All right, let's let's fucking do it. The Disney
1: minute. star. makes no difference who you are. come to this happy place. Welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're gonna go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are gonna
0: talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World.
1: Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you.
0: Annual pass sales will return to the Walt Disney World on April 20th.
1: New scenes are coming to Star Tours.
0: Disney's California Adventure will debut Rogers the Musical on June
1: 30th. The opening of Mona, Journey of... The Disney <coughs> Minute. <coughs> <laughs> you said Mona. <laughs> Is that not the pronunciation? That's Moana. Moana? Oh.
0: <laughs> or did I spell it wrong? I don't know. No, it's, it's Moana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, uh, annual passes go on sale in 420.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I saw that and I was like, man, 420 is just a different holiday in Florida. Yeah. But yo, that last one is an interesting story. <clears throat> they announced that when they open moana journey of water that's going to quote unquote complete the transformation of epcot what does that mean well for several years now future world has been in a state of disrepair so the entire front half of the park okay um And again, in advance, I'd like to thank Danon for leaving us a voicemail to dispute all of this. Um, But, you know, they, so there was like interventions building east and west, and they tore them down. And now they're rebuilding one of them. And uh, they turned Ellen's universe of energy. (laughs) <laughs> into guardians of the galaxy and the building moana oh and they also did ratatouille and expanded france a little bit Okay, but suffice it to say they were also going to they were planning on expanding <clears throat> the uk pavilion as well as adding an entire like festival area mm-hmm. to Whatever the fuck they're calling it now, World Discovery. But that shit got cut. So now they're like, oh well, once Moana's done, the whole thing's just done.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: Um So I wrote mission accomplished there just as a kind of a reference to George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Now we got a couple of questions and a would you rather from our awesome listeners on discord, which if you're not on our discord, you got no reason to not join, go do it. It's free. And it's the best way to get in touch with Ben and I. So, uh, Richard Meat, (laughs) (laughs) he asks, uh, what's your favorite places to visit that's within driving distance of your home park? AKA, it's too busy. Let's go to X instead. Um,
1: Well, like Great America, the go-to was uh, always Gurney Mills. Or of course. Or yep. walk to like Burger King or whatever.
0: Do you have one for Elitch?
1: Nah, because Elitch is always like, a, you just end up leaving. I mean, plus like I've always lived so close to it. It's just more of a like. Let's just go home, but um, that's fair, yeah at um did you ever go to the jelly belly factory by Great America?
0: yeah, it's pretty pathetic,
1: yeah, and the sizes like you used to be able to get like a decent amount of samples, and then now it's like you get like a little bag of them,
0: yeah, you get like one tiny little bag like the trick or treat size bag. Mm-hmm. The only quote unquote good thing about it was that you could buy a one pound bag of jelly flop or belly flops for like ten bucks. Yeah.
1: I always remember though like there's always a large amount of like bad flavors. Like I remember once getting one of those bags and like half of it was just the cinnamon ones. Fuck, I want some jelly bellies now.
0: (laughs) Right? Me too. I mean, our Great America meetup's coming up. True. Belly flops. Well, that might be another good one for Great America. Um, Although that's a little further. But there's really nothing around Great America other than the mall.
1: And like Denny's.
0: Yeah, but like, that doesn't even hardly count. I guess it's somewhere to go. Yeah. Let's see. Uh Steen asks. So, question for the show or the group. Um so also on Discord, these are not just for us to answer. We have some good chats going in there. Um has anyone ever been at a park during a tornado warning or any natural disaster? If so, how did they handle it?
1: Um I've been through one at Cedar Point and Grid America and a fish show last year. I remember at Six Flags, they like told everyone to leave the park, which seems like really odd, right? Like, it's like, oh, there's a tornado warning coming. Like, yeah, go walk that 15, 20 minutes back to your car where you're in a giant, wide open parking lot. And maybe the goal is like, yeah, just get out of the gate because our insurance won't cover it.
0: That or like, we're not really sure if these rides are going to hold up to a tornado.
1: Yeah. I remember also seeing a video of a tornado warning at Great America where like, they were telling people to go to Batman, which doesn't exactly seem sense. like a, but it doesn't seem like a safe thing. It's not like, that's not a real tunnel. That's just, like thin ass sheet metal covering a...
0: Yeah, but it's better than nothing.
1: Yeah, but like let's say like let's say a tornado ripped through and the, or the high winds came that like sheet metal would just become like a like a flying projectile. I don't know. I Yeah, but it's still better
0: than nothing.
1: Maybe I feel like a safe place would be like those like the train tunnel by like Demon or uh, maybe
0: you know where it'd be safe it's gone now but fucking pictorium
1: during a tornado yeah I feel like that shit would just like destroy it the roof I mean
0: like the basement
1: yeah I mean yeah the basement would be fine or like the I don't know I guess like that canyon area in Roaring Rapids or I don't know the Cedar Point one was they told us to go to the bathrooms, like the Soak City bathrooms. Um, that was crazy because like the, that was a day where like we were in the park drinking heavily and like we we're like, yeah, let's go fly Ripcord. And as the like we they were about to hook somebody up and the wind came and like basically like took the took the cables like out of out of their hand and the cables just like flew and like smacked the tower. Damn. Um yeah, that was nuts.
0: I'm surprised you've seen uh, Great America cuz I've never fucking seen a tornado.
1: Yeah, that was 2000 2009. Remember when um they That was the year they opened like really, really early. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some Alyssa and I went there on like a, like a, they were open like a Wednesday in April from like 11 to 4 PM or something. And there was like nobody in the park.
0: Interesting. Well, I have not ever been in a tornado or a natural disaster in a park. Closest for me was the time I was at Great America and there was a power outage.
1: What did they do? That, do they just tell? Do they just like tell everybody to leave?
0: They didn't do shit. Oh really? <laughs> no, this is like 2005, and I think so. Uh, if I remember correctly, some motorist hit like a transformer. Okay. So it took off like a huge area. So, the whole park was out of power, and it was hot as balls. And, like, the friends I was with, we all, like, you remember, like, that separate dining area in Orleans Place across from Rouladage? Yeah. That's just kind of a, like, at that time was just a dining area Mm -hmm. with tables. We sat in there because it was air-conditioned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just knowing, like, oh, well, it'll still be air-conditioned in here until, you know.
1: Yeah, and then, like, during Fright Fest, they have those, like, they put all those, like, strobe lights in all those dining areas. Yeah. Which is, like, really annoying to sit down in.
0: (laughs) Well, now they turn that into a bar. Oh, okay. Which is good. That structure deserved more than to be... A glorified picnic area Yeah Let's see here Uh Oh Got a would you rather So Stein asks uh, Would you rather Be stuck at the top of Fury With Rob Alvey Or stuck at the top of A Windseeker with Taylor Bobby Both rides broke down And maintenance is on lunch
1: Um I guess Rob.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Alvy.
1: I guess I'd rather be stuck on a roller coaster than Windseeker. The thing about I Rob would definitely- is definitely. Thing about Rob is like at least he is still would be like still fun to talk to.
0: It would be interesting to talk to him. Yeah. Whereas I don't, I don't really have any interest in talking to Taylor Baby
1: you would end up in like a Coaster Studios video with like a clickbait title.
0: Uh, I purposefully stuck my foot out of the restraints on Superman Ultimate Flight at Six Flags Over Georgia to get attention. (laughs) No
1: one talks about that anymore. I mean, that's... I know. That's a pretty big... I still think like that whole thing is crazy because like, here's the thing, right? The, The guy who had his foot out he said he worked Superman at great adventure. So like, yep. and you really have to know what you're like. You have to basically try to have one leg sticking out. Like that's not an accident. It'd be one thing if like both legs are sticking out, but to have like one, I mean, the way you sit in those bucket seats and the way, and like how deep those like leg that like those like leg pieces are. You have to like really try.
0: Yeah. Yeah if it doesn't come down and they miss it, then that's both legs. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you'd have to be like kicking one leg out at just the right time when you're pulling your restraint down Mm -hmm. and know that the foot flaps are also going to work. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like those foot flaps don't work most of the time.
1: Yeah. There's like that weird thing where you have to like push the restraint all the way up for the reset or something like that
0: yeah something is always just like don't ever count on them when i operated that ride it's like just don't count on them working themselves they should but they you know don't count on it yeah but yeah i mean because also it was interesting timing that like that was one where like he couldn't take his camera in or something Mm -hmm. yeah he was like really upset about it
1: Yeah, and then there was some policy where like they like rode the ride and they told them that and they didn't tell them to put their stuff in a locker. And then it was the last ride of the night and then the the employees told them they had to put their stuff in a locker and they were like basically complaining that the rules were enforced. It's like, well, we rode it before and you didn't make us do it, which is the most like Karen response you usually hear when working at a park. Like you know, like when a yeah, kid, like when a kid,
0: somebody else fucked up.
1: Yeah, like when a kid is but too I'm short. I'm not fucking up. Yeah, like when a kid is like too short to ride, and it's like, well, we were here before, and they let her ride. It's like okay, but they're too short, <laughs> like knowingly too short. I'm not gonna let you ride.
0: That's like that's the equivalent of like someone being like, why can't I just show you a picture of my ID on my phone? Yeah. Like, if you're a bartender. Yeah. You're like, no. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I, I'm i going with Rob Fury. Oh, shit. Because I also feel like. Um,
1: the maintenance on lunch thing, though, for Cedar Fair Park is pretty on par because it's about how the, the, those maintenance people at Cedar Point, or at least they were, were pretty difficult to work with
0: yeah dude. I think the deal here with the maintenance people is that all of them are union, yeah, which really should explain everything Mhm but Zach, didn't you just say earlier you're an anti capitalist uh leftist? Yes, but I do also believe that people take advantage,
1: yeah yeah like and that was that was always they they hated us on on ripcord because um you know because like the way that it works like two thirds of the people would end up being site controllers and like you know you're trained through the site controller training that there's like very specific operating procedures and like you know certain maintenance things that like where if like one maintenance thing doesn't work like you cannot operate the ride. And so what would happen is like, um, like for the hydraulic lift, like if there's any, if there's any leaking of hydraulic fluid whatsoever, like you cannot operate. So we call the ride down and then the area manager would then like call maintenance and then like maintenance would come out and they like, they didn't want to fix it because it was like hot or whatever. So they would like all come out take their sweet ass time they'd be like smoking cigarettes and they'd one time they were like sitting in like a little circle, like sitting in like a circle on the platform like five maintenance guys just sitting there like drinking bottles of water smoking cigarettes and then they put some kitty litter down on the on the ground and we're like all right you guys are good and they didn't do shit and so you know we would (laughs) like Intentionally, then like we'd call the ride down a second time and then like maintenance would come out. And then one time they just dumped like an entire bag of kitty litter, like these giant piles around the entire platform. So that way, like you couldn't see the fluid like on the ground.
0: Jesus. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. They took their sweet ass time.
0: Yeah. That like union. Well, we get paid by the hours, so why get something done in one hour that we can get done in a week? Yep. Yeah. Well, for fuck's sake, um, you got anything else, Ben?
1: Uh, not really.
0: Yeah, I think I'm good. It's glad, I'm, I'm glad we're back.
1: Yeah. It's also like nice. Winter, winter two is over, so we have a few weeks of warm weather until we get winter number three. So got the windows open. I'm excited to be able to record
0: outside
1: <clears throat> record outside again soon.
0: I mean I have the windows open, but I won't be recording outside. Just be me outside of an apartment. <laughs> but yeah, it's getting nice. Uh, we had spring break. That was last week, so now we're back. And coaster season's almost here. Yay.
1: Yeah, it's a time of year when all the rides start opening up and um, that one in Park Ash Streaks, that Intamin launch coaster, that one looks pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's uh, watch the POV. I'll give some feedback next week.
1: There's also lots of hype on the new Dragster reimagining with the spike and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Although I think we've burned down all the information that's been unearthed.
1: Yeah. Theme Park Predictions has already put out like 20 videos about it. So,
0: well, that's because they move a little bit of dirt around, and that guy's like, This could mean <laughs> 500 feet.
1: <laughs> but I think the most likely option would be a full layout extension over the island, including three overbank turns, an Immelman, and five bunny hills. The ride will also launch backwards. And have a racing element,
0: <laughs> and a completely underwater tunnel. Well, fuck! I'm about to knock the hell out. It's late.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: getting there myself. So uh, get in touch with us. You can go on Discord or leave a voicemail through on two five raw five la, or email us at your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. or go on our social media. But really, don't do that um listen to see the carousel episode five just came out today as of the day of release so only one more left um go check it out uh we got meetups coming up June September both great America Wow wow wee wah. um so thank you all for listening and thank you Ben for. Bring in the the sass and charm You always do (laughs) Of course Um Yeah So alright until next time Then Your Your favorite favorite coaster coaster sucks